podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Hello, welcome along. Week 8 is upon us in the NFL and it follows another week of upsets. Week 7 saw them keep on rolling in in the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers downed by the Washington Commanders. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers couldn't get the job done against the lowly Carolina Panthers and the New York Jets. Well, they just keep on winning. Thankfully for the show, we returned a winning record in Week 7, 2-1 against the line. That means we've closed the gap on the season after a sluggish start to 9-13. Hello, welcome to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. Turning the page onto Week 8 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron. With Richard Graves. Yes, welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. If you are a new subscriber, the format is simple. Each week, I'll take a look at the slate of games on offer in the National Football League. Choose three of them, with the odd exception Thanksgiving, kickoff week, playoffs, that type of thing. But generally, it's three games from the slate. Uh, offered at that particular weekend. We look at the line set by the odds makers and then just dig a little bit deeper into those matchups and decide whether we think the line's right or wrong and explain the reasons why. What Two and one against the line. We went with a winning record last weekend. We're looking to go a perfect 3-0 and this time around. So let's dive straight in then. It's the final London game of three that we've had this season. The first one to be played at Wembley this time around as the Denver Broncos take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, a designated home game for the Jags. Both teams arrive in London with a 2-5 and five record. They've lost four straight games, so not in the best of form. And when you consider that the first two games at Tottenham both finished as one-score games, make no mistake, we're expecting more of the same this time around. And that is because you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, five defeats from their seven games this season, all five have come by a margin of one score. That's right. They lead the NFL this season in games lost by one score. Who's tied for second? Well, no prizes for guessing that. That's the Denver Broncos. They've lost four games by one score. Now, the big question hanging over this matchup centers on the fitness of quarterback Russell Wilson. He came over here with the Seattle Seahawks in 2018 and handily took care of the then Oakland Raiders at Wembley Stadium. So Wembley, no strange place for him. We're told he was doing exercises on the flight over. Whether that's enough to see him over the line and suit up to take the field on Sunday, well, that remains to be seen. But he arrives in the UK's capital carrying a hamstring injury. Um, Even with him in the lineup, however, look, the Denver Broncos' offense around which there was so much optimism coming into the season... It just hasn't been good through seven weeks. Uh, the team's averaging just 14.3 points a game. That's that's dead last in the NFL for scoring offense. Unbelievably dead last. Um, compare that to the defensive side of the ball, which has frankly been keeping the Broncos in games. They rank second overall. They're allowing just 16.4 ga- points a game. That's the, the third best scoring defense in the NFL. And you don't need to be Einstein to work out where the problem lies in this team. The offense just isn't clicking. Um, And a team which, as I say, entered the season with such high expectations, such optimism um, on the offensive side after trading for Russell Wilson, uh, frankly, isn't living up to them uh, right now. A 2-1 and start 
to the campaign also gave rise to expectations in Jacksonville. Uh, But last week pretty much summed up their season. Coming up just a yard short of a game-time score against the New York Giants with an extra point to come to win it. Christian Kirk couldn't get into the end zone and it was another defeat by six points or less for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this time to the New York Giants. Um, Even so, they returned to the UK um, with a record that's really impressive. Talk about home from home. Have a listen to these statistics uh, when they play in London as opposed to on US soil. Since 2015, they are 4-2 and two when playing in London. That compares to a record of 31-83 and 83 over the same time period uh, in the States. In that time, they averaged 25.3 points a game when playing in London. That compares to 19.5 points a game when they're playing uh, in the US. And they've got second-year running back Travis Etienne, who they have committed to uh, this week, uh, effectively signaling that by trading veteran running back James Robinson to the New York Jets for a sixth-round draft pick next year, possibly a fifth, uh, depending on performances in the remainder of this season. But Etienne is an explosive running back. He's got 200 yards rushing on the ground in his first two starts. Only the great Fred Taylor has had more rushing yards in his first two starts for the Jacksonville Jaguars than Travis Etienne. And Etienne um, also added a touchdown last week as well, his first in the NFL. He will not need reminding, however. He also coughed the ball up inside the 10-yard line in that game. And when Doug Peterson was asked this week if uh, they've perhaps been working on ball protection drills, his answer was one word long. Maybe. I think that's definitely a yes for Travis Etienne. Um, Look, ultimately... It appears the running game is going to be where this game is uh, won and lost for me. As good as the Broncos' defense is, look at what the New York Jets did to them on the ground last weekend. They totaled over 150 yards on the ground. Brees Hall ripping off that huge touchdown run uh, before, unfortunately, he left with a season-ending injury. Um, On the other side, the Jags have struggled with uh, the read option plays. Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones in particular with the Eagles and Giants have enjoyed success. Daniel Jones went for over 100 yards, rushing himself uh, last weekend in that victory over the Jags. Um, Look, if Russell Wilson plays, obviously this is important, and it's a a key factor for the Denver Broncos um, and their offense. However, I've got to say that, frankly, Denver's inability Um, to put points on the board is a major concern. We're seven weeks into the season now. Things tend to settle down. Stats don't lie. Dead last in scoring in the NFL. This isn't going to be a shootout at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. In fact, I'm not so sure we're going to see that many points at all. So look at the total points line for this game. It's set at a lowly 39.5 points for the game. Take the under on it. Under 39.5 total points when the Broncos play the Jags on Sunday. Okay, game two of three sees the San Francisco 49ers go to the Los Angeles Rams. It's an all-NFC West encounter. The 49ers go into it with a losing 3-4 and four record. The Rams are at 500, 3-3, three and three, but some would argue that is in part because they were on a bye last week. Uh, the odds makers have looked at this, and they can't call it. It's a coin flip game. They make the 49ers narrow favorites. On the spread, they're one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road going to SoFi Stadium. Um, we mentioned the Rams have had an extra week to prepare coming off their bye. 
But frankly, I'm going to say flat out right now on the show, I don't think that helps the LA Rams going into this game. The only time they've beaten the San Francisco 49ers in their last eight matchups between these two sides was the NFC Championship game last season at SoFi Stadium. That is the outlier. It is a game they were losing in the fourth quarter. They managed to turn it around and pull a rabbit out of the hat. In their last seven regular season meetings, it's safe to say that head coach Kyle Shanahan has got the word on his opposite number, Sean McVay, over there in L.A. The 49ers are a perfect 7-0 across those seven matchups in the regular season over the last three and a half years. So um, there's no escaping the fact that as good as Sean McVay's been with these L.A. Rams, he struggles to find a way to, to beat Shanahan and the 49ers. And it's only four weeks, you know, since they last met up there in Santa Clara, the home of the Niners. Um, And San Francisco ran out pretty comfortable, 24 points to nine winners on that occasion. And throw into the equation, they've got a new weapon on offense to play with now. Uh, That being running back Christian McCaffrey, who they made a, a big trade with just over a week ago with the Carolina Panthers. He's now had a week to work with the team, a full week of practice, a full week studying the playbook. You, you know, you remember in seasons gone by when Sean McVay would out-scheme the um, opposition defender, def- defenses using Todd Gurley out of the backfield. Well, I think the, the boot's on the other foot right now for this one because he's going to have to contend with Shanahan's out-scheming his def- defense potentially, and utilizing Christian McCaffrey in the run game, in the pass game, moving him um, all over the field. I think that's a big problem uh, for the Rams and their defense going into this game. Um, And that's not the only issue for the Rams either. Um, No doubt they'll have used the bye week to fix some of the many problems um, that we saw them dealing with prior to uh, last weekend. But it it's really hard to believe that they've been able to resolve all the problems. And just look at at what they've dealt with on offense and the offensive line in particular. You know, quarterback Matthew Stafford has been sacked 22 times in six games this season. And the 49ers themselves got him to the ground on seven occasions when they met back on October the 4th. Look, whichever way you dress this up, the 49ers have the better defense for me on the field, which is saying something when the Rams have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but they have the better defense. Man for man, they're better on offense as well. I'm not so sure this is as close as the bookmakers would have you believe. I have no hesitation in saying, take the San Francisco 49ers with the spread as well. Take the 49ers at minus 1.5. Graves on gridiron. And the final game we've chosen this week is Sunday Night Football's matchup as the Green Bay Packers travel to the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, fresh off a bye week with a 5-1 and one record, taking on a Green Bay Packers side who have just been bombing since they arrived in London. They're 3-4 and four on the season, and this offense is struggling like we've never seen an Aaron Rodgers-led offense struggle before. And that really is highlighted in the spread the uh, odds makers have given to start this game. Since 2006, I think it was 2006, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, in all that time, he has never entered an NFL matchup as a double-digit underdog. Well, that changes this weekend because the odds makers say the Buffalo Bills are 10.5-point favorites coming into this game. Uh, it, it's largely because... 
that offense is so poor in Green Bay right now. And who, who would have thought we'd ever say that about a unit led by Aaron Rodgers? They can't get points on the board. They average just 18.3 points a game. That puts them 23rd in the NFL on scoring offense this season. And back-to-back defeats to the New York Jets. And then last weekend, it's the Washington Commanders have done nothing to ease the anxiety up there in Wisconsin. Um, and how they've got to face the team that, frankly, many observers believe is the best in the league. That's the Buffalo Bills. They have the number one ranked defense. And coincidentally, it's the number one ranked scoring defense as well. They're giving up just 13 and a half points a game. And if that wasn't enough, they've had a couple of weeks to prepare for this challenge with Rodgers and the Packers. On offense, the Bills are second in scoring. They're only behind the Kansas City Chiefs, a team incidentally they beat going into the bye week uh, a fortnight ago. Um, and frankly, what at the start of the season you looked at in the week eight slate of games as perhaps being one of the star highlighted matchups. Well, now I think it's beginning to look like a mismatch heading into Sunday night football. The Packers already find themselves two and a half games adrift of the NFC North leading Minnesota Vikings entering this weekend. Another defeat. Um, and it may well be if the Vikings um, get their, their job done, that they're off into the distance and, you know, it's good night Vienna in, in the NFC North. Um, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. It's going to be a raucous crowd in Buffalo. It's Sunday night football under the lights. The Bills fans are pumped. They know they've got a good team. They feel this could be their year and they could be about to feast on the Green Bay Packers. Bear in mind as well, Green Bay have only scored 20 points or more in four of their seven matchups so far this season. Going up against the number one ranked defense in the NFL, it's tough to see how they reach 20 points this time around. And I don't think they will. The line is set at 19 and a half points in this game for the Green Bay Packers. I don't think they hit it. Take the under, under 19 and a half points on offense for the Green Bay Packers going into this game. Okay, let's have a recap of the three games selected from the Week 8 slate in the NFL then. We start in London at Wembley Stadium. The Broncos and the Jags take the under on total points in that game, under 39 and a half points. And then it's off to the West Coast as the San Francisco 49ers travel to the Los Angeles Rams. Take the San Francisco 49ers at minus 1.5 heading into that game. And then we finish with Sunday night football. The Packers taking on the Bills. The Packers can't score at the moment on offense and they're not going to score many against the number one ranked defense in the NFL this weekend. Take the under, under 19 and a half points in the game for the Green Bay Packers. If you want to read a little bit more about the decisions, the games we've talked about, go to my website, rdgmedia.uk. Click on the Talking Sport tab, and there you'll see Week 8 overcoming the odds, three games to watch. And you can read all about the games we've discussed on this week's pod. Alternatively, hit me up on Twitter, at Richard Graves 1. It's sure to be another electrifying week in the NFL. Enjoy the games. Remember, first and foremost as well, this is all about enjoyment and having fun. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the games we've selected and what's on offer this weekend. Enjoy it all. And remember, as always, let's win them all. We'll see you next week on Graves on Gridiron. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Podcast Network.